Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Lots of talk this week of the pedestrian fatality that occurred in Arizona while an autonomous Uber vehicle was out test driving. I want to talk with our tech specialist, Ted Kritsonis, just to find out what this means as we look down the road to self-driving vehicles. Ted, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Unfortunate what happened in Arizona. I can't imagine some of my listeners not being aware of it, but can you just remind them what happened on, well, late Sunday night into Monday morning? Yeah, so this was in uh, Tempe, Arizona, so just outside Phoenix, and there was a pedestrian uh, who was uh, hit uh, by a vehicle. It was a Volvo uh, that was using Uber self-driving technology that they've been testing, there was a human in the car, uh, in the driver's seat, but the car was in full autonomous mode, so it was driving on its own. So as the story goes, the pedestrian sort of just went onto the road. It wasn't a crosswalk or, or, or anything like that, and, and she got hit, unfortunately, and passed away. So it raised some questions over uh, the safety involved uh, in testing autonomous cars, and well, you know, that's why some companies have actually halted uh, their testing so far. Not surprised to hear that. I was a little surprised, though, to hear what the police chief was saying uh, about the crash. Can you give us the latest on that? Yeah, he said that uh, is, quote, likely not the fault of uh, Uber or the driver because it would have been the way the pedestrian, it appears, came onto the road. It was also dark, but the way that she came onto the road, apparently it would have been, been hard even for a human to, to avoid it. I don't know. I mean, we'll see ultimately what the final report is, but um, but I suppose it is possible. The thing with autonomous cars is that they are getting better, of course, at recognizing the environment around them. But um, this was just I think this is just basically a test of having the car just stick to a lane. I don't think this is necessarily anything more than that. But I mean, that's just me speculating, because with autonomous cars, for them to be fully autonomous, we need to have an infrastructure that supports it. So there has to the car has to know where everything is, like where the where the lights at, when are they going to change? Where are the other cars on the road? It needs to be able to track those things. And uh, we're, we're not at that point yet at all. Well, and as you say, this is, it occurred while the whole process was being tested. And and I guess I thought with autonomous vehicles that they had so many sensors around them that they'd be able to detect anything that comes in their way, but obviously not in this case. Well, yeah, like I'll give you a good example. So if you, right now, with a lot of the autonomous or semi-autonomous modes that you have in cars now, if a car merges onto the lane in front of you, so you know they're getting onto an on-ramp onto the highway, and they're merging in front of you, the car probably will not recognize. Like your your semi-autonomous car will not recognize that vehicle until it's really act like it's in front of it. Mm. So you know if it if you get cut off and the car doesn't slow down, I mean you you could end up having a collision. So, yeah, there's a lot of sensory technology on there, but it's those nuances of driving that still have to be programmed in somehow. And the only way that can happen, I think, is when there's an infrastructure, a wider infrastructure that ultimately supports uh, this this type of driving so that the cars know where everything is in relation to its own location. 
And that has been the big concern that a lot of people have said about driverless vehicles, that what about if a child darts out into traffic, a situation where you think that the the car won't be able to stop. As you said, though, we're still a ways off from seeing these on streets. So you can understand why it's tragic that someone died, but there's probably going to be more testing in the future to ensure this doesn't happen, obviously. Well, yeah, they got to make it bulletproof, yeah. right? I mean, they have to make sure that they, that these things don't happen. That's why full autonomy, like when we're talking where the car is literally driving itself and, and there's no human input, I think that we're still a long way away from that because of all the different moving parts that have to be involved to make it viable and safe at the same time because the liability, I mean, the liability would be huge. Mm. So naturally, the automakers and all the other tech companies that be involved in this uh, would want to make sure they cover all their bases and that the testing is is flawless uh, before we even see anything like this on the road in, as far as cons- the customers or consumers go. At this point, is there anywhere, because we hear in the States, you know, different stretches of roads that are using autonomous vehicles or autonomous trucks, is there anywhere that they actually are being used or it is still in the, the test stages? Well, it's all testing right now, so they're they're not necessarily being used uh, for any other reason. Right now, it's all as far as full autonomy uh, and even semi-autonomy. You can you can buy semi-autonomous cars. There are right. some cars that have some semi-autonomous features, but as far as full autonomy goes, uh, that's in the testing stage. There's some testing going on in Ottawa, uh, in Canada right now, and then a number of cities in the U.S. Uh, as well. Um, and that, I'm sure, will continue, uh, but obviously a tragedy like this uh, will give some of them pause uh, as to how they move forward and to make sure that something like this doesn't happen again. Ted, thanks for this. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Andrew. Ted Kritsonis, he's a tech journalist. You can follow him on Twitter at by Teddy K. Coming up after traffic, you have heard my attempts at swimming, synchronized swimming. It's actually called artistic swimming now. And there is a huge event going on in uh, Calgary this week into the weekend. It is the qualifier, the Canadian Artistic Swimming Qualifier. I'm going to find out all about that 